The self-realized ones are called brothers and sisters of mercy in our system. They're called bodhisattvas in the Eastern spiritual systems. But being able to take full and liberation and freedom from birth, by their own free will, they choose not to receive it. And it's their love for God and for their fellow human beings that calls them back into service in incarnation. It's not for their sake they do it. They've already overcome the worlds of existence. They've already overcome their karma. In pure, unselfish love, they return and undergo the limitations of earth life again. Instead of using the ability of the soul called attunement, they must use much lower abilities of the five senses or they could not help people. Instead of enjoying the unity of the non-dual states of the soul, they must return to the worlds of duality and separation to live among the people as they are, or they could not help them. Instead of remaining free of suffering in the liberated state, they must return to the worlds of sorrows and suffering, or they could not help the people in these worlds. But this time, it's the suffering of others they undergo, and the meaning of their suffering is not like it was before. They are not required by the law of karma to come back. They've completed it. Now they come back to help lift the karma of humanity. They re-enter the incarnational cycles as awakened helpers, self-realized brothers and sisters of mercy, and they lay down their life in service for their friend. At this stage of development, their friends are everyone. Those personalities who've reached self-realization, who've worked so hard for so many, many lifetimes to get beyond these worlds of suffering, immediately return so do not to leave anybody behind. What sort of love is this? Christ said, shoulder the burdens of the weaker. Christ helps each personality by lifting their burdens too. The Christ Logos carries each personality's karmic cross as much as 90% of it. Why not 100% of it? If 100% of the karma was taken away, the person would learn nothing and would just re-disturb the balance of the laws again and recreate the same karmic conditions in the future. So it's the Christ Logos that helps us bear our burden, or call it the cross of all human beings in the world. He carries 90% of everyone's cross, which means our sorrows, pains, and troubles. The other 10% we must carry. And this is related to the law of cause and effect, karma. This is what creates our life experiences. Our reactions to those life experiences shape our destiny. A self-realized person is enabled with the ability to help carry some of the burden of humanity's cross. Of course, the non-self-realized who have karmic ties with others carry some of their karma too, due to the law of cause and effect. But a self-realized person is able to carry the karma of others who they are not karmically obliged to, but only if allowed by the law of cause and effect. Dasklos falls into this category and lifted the karma of others. But not everyone was healed he tried to help, because the law did not allow it in some cases. This was not due to Dasklos's abilities. He told them if healing did not occur, it meant they were obligated by the law of cause and effect to undergo the experience of it, or undergo the experience of conventional treatment. Again, the self-realized ones can shoulder as much as 10% of a person's karmic cross, 
when, and only when, the law of cause and effect allows. So let's crunch those numbers and see practically what this means. Let's say someone created a thousand units of bad karma by violating the divine law. They have tipped the scales of balance against themselves, physically, emotionally, mentally, or maybe all three. The law of karma is so exacting and unerring. So they incur a proportional karmic debt. Immediately, God takes 90% of this karmic debt and leaves the person to carry only 100 units of this karma. But if the law allows a healer or self-realized person to take 10% of that person's karmic debt, physically, emotionally, or mentally, what actually happens? From the remaining 100 units of karma of that person, the self-realized person gets 10 units. But then immediately, God takes 90% of everyone's karmic debts, even the karma taken on by the self-realized. So the 10 units is now reduced to one unit of karma and carried by the self-realized person for the others. Compared to the original 1,000 units of karma, the healer or self-realized person is only carrying one one-thousandth of it. That's very manageable indeed. These are the mathematics of the law that governs these things. 